Hello, everybody. Welcome back. I'm like back. Huh? Welcome back to us, too. What? We haven't been doing this. Welcome back to us? Yeah. Like, to or us. Or us, welcome back. Like, we fucking forgot our priorities. Yeah, us, the, us too. <laughs> what? Are you okay? No, my head hurts. Um... Hi, long time no what talk. What have you been up to? Wait, bitch, we haven't done the intro. I'm asking them, not you. I know what you've been up oh, to. God. Like, what have you been up to? Anything new? Yeah. Anything fun and fresh? I, I feel like all of June, we didn't do anything right. I know. Guys, I'm so sorry. It's Cassandra's fault. No, it isn't. Yes, because she has this thing called cast temper, and it just oh, yeah. took, it took priority to everything in my life. That I couldn't focus on her life shit. revolves around me in the month of June. Yeah. No if and or buts. Okay. There, it's time to get started. The ghetto. Oh. All right, guys. Welcome back to our podcast. I'm Cassandra, and I'm Kennedy, and we are the host of your of, of your podcast. Of we are your we are daily we are here for you. Listening. What? Oh um, my god. Well, our podcast is called Stupid Feelings, and. We named it this because we like to talk out of our asses on anything. Like, we just really just talk yeah. about what's going on in life. It's kind of like girl talk. So, if you're driving, buckle up, bitch. If you're not, go get a coffee, go get a tea, and sit and chat with us. Let's have fun. I don't know how much fun this episode will be. Yeah. We're digging in. Well, you more than me. I'm here for the ride on this Okay, one. I've honestly been dreading coming back to the podcast only because... It's not because, like, this happened recently, but it's just, like, I'm used to using the podcast as a form to vent. Yes. And it's I like have, your own therapy. And I have stopped doing that because I was just sick and tired of sounding stupid. <laughs> like, I say the same thing, like, I'm, I get broken up with or something, talk bad about him, cry about him, and then I get back together with him. And so I just feel like I look like a joke. So I told myself I was going to stop talking about him altogether. Yeah. But it's already been, I think it's going on four months, which is the longest I've ever been away from him. So I think wow. it's officially, like, done. I think it is, hon. <laughs> Why did you look at me like that? I don't know. It just is. It just is what? Done. Why? My friend liked it too. I'm a joke. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, no, but back to it. Yes, yeah, so... We are gonna... You're gonna take the reins on this. Oh, but I want you to talk too, because if not, then it's gonna be like... Um, can you at least act as like the fucking therapist? No, I'm I not can't, licensed. I can't just talk like, like that. Alright. I'll add some feedback. Okay, so if you guys listen to the podcast before we were stupid feelings we were what your mother doesn't know and i very early on um introduced a new love interest into this movie of my life and his name on here was shaggy and i remember oh can they shut up dude Okay, so he was just like a fuck buddy that I was using to get over my initial ex, which I forgot what I would I nicknamed him. Do you Peter. Remember? Peter. Shut up. Wow, oh flashback. God. So Shaggy was like my band-aid. But what do they say about band-aids? <laughs> what do they say, Cassandra? I don't know that it's just not a smart idea to get one. <laughs> You'll fall. Yeah. To his luck, he's a narcissist, so he got lucky finding a vulnerable gal like myself at this time because he fed me a lot of the attention that I wanted in my previous relationship that I wasn't getting. He made me feel very special from the start, made me feel like I was the most beautiful girl in the world, and I was so loved. And very early on, he was throwing the L word at me. He was very much love bombing me. There was also a trauma bond being built mm-hmm. because I was able to vent to him. He would start venting to me about, like, the troubles in his life. And, like, we had a lot of similarities. We used to say that God brought us together because we were both broken. And, like, he would tell me that. So that 
that mixed in with having an anxious attachment style and what else do I have? Oh I have God, an obsessive she, she's aware. And I have a obsessive obsessive personality mm-hmm. and whatever. <laughs> I was gonna say and what have you <laughs> and what have you not. <laughs> so I'm all sorts of fucked. So I was like the perfect candidate for his next person. <laughs> you know up. what I mean? Yeah. Like, I was very... lineup. Yeah, like, I was exactly the type of girl that he was looking for. Um, later on in the relationship, I remember I asked him, like, what kind of girls are you into? And he said he was into, like, the girls that are very docile, mm-hmm. are afraid to speak their mind. He likes... He said he likes girls who, in a room full of people, they're the ones that aren't being looked at. And I remember Which, who anybody knows if anybody knows Cassandra, that is not you. But that Any just of shows that. that that's the kind of personality I was showing him. Yeah. Right? Because when he said that, I was very offended because I was like, I None walk in, I walk into a room and everybody knows I'm there. Yeah, you're loud, you're very outspoken, bitch. You stand out, you're taller than half of everybody, too. Okay, calm down. I'm only five eight. Kennedy acts like I'm six foot. You are? I'm not. Whatever. But, like, that's the kind of girl he was looking for. Mm-hmm. Um, and I guess that's who I portrayed with him because time with him, I was very soft. Mm-hmm. You know, like, I don't know. I was not myself for most of the relationship just because, like, I always felt like I was walking on, like, eggshells around him. Yeah. It was, he wasn't he was an angry... very flip-flop, though. Yeah. With he, his feelings and emotions. Yes, like, what she means is, like, one day he'll be, like, in love with me, the next he'll be, like who's Cassandra like I would leave his house come back here and it's like he would forget about me yeah and then we were together for like over six months before I found out that we were in an open relationship and the way I found out is because my friend here Kennedy matched with him on Bumble she didn't match because she liked him she matched because I fucking said swipe on his ass right now yeah I would never yeah can you imagine I'm sorry yeah, I mean... Well, that was the first... Because you were under the impression that it wasn't just like that. Like, y'all weren't officially together, but y'all also never talked about, like... Because w- he was saying he the L word was dropped really early on. Yeah. So when you love someone, you don't want to go out and just, like... See other people. See other people. And but I you want to have... explore about what's going to happen between you. Which I totally other. understood, because I also was exploring other options. Yeah. But... Um, when it started getting serious, we would have talks and he would literally say, I don't need anybody else but you. He, yeah. he wasn't saying that he wasn't having anybody else, but he yeah. was talking about like he didn't need it. Yeah. Him saying I don't need it made me believe that, oh, he doesn't need it. He's not. Mm-hmm. But he was. <laughs> and so when I, when I confronted him about Kennedy, it like blew up. It was like... I hope you know that if we get married, like, it's going to be an open thing and whatever. Mm-hmm. By this time, I had already already fallen in love with him. Yeah. Like, I did, mm-hmm. right? And some can argue that I, it wasn't love. But as far as I know right now in this stage of my life, until I experience what real, 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 real love is, yeah. this was love for me. Mm-hmm. So, like, I was set. I was like, this is my person. Like, I truly believe that he was my soulmate. So, I was like, if that's the kind of person he is... I can't change it, but I can change myself. And I know that's not a good mindset. Mm -hmm. That's the way I am in any relationship, which is bad. So I was like, I can change my viewpoint on a monogamous relationship to be the kind of girl that he wants. And also, it kind of became a game. I have this obsessive personality, so I want to win. I wanted to end up with him. Mm -hmm. So I was like, he's not going to find another girl that's as easy going with this lifestyle as I am and I'm gonna prove that to him and I'm gonna be the one that he chooses in the end Mm -hmm. so whenever we would break up which was a lot I think we broke up like 12 times or more and Kennedy right now is rolling her eyes no well partially I have something in it (laughs) but yeah no when I'm telling you guys like I'm not associated with this but this did take a toll yeah. It was like a year of this. Almost two years. We it were was a few so, months away from There two. were some good times, and I know there was, because you would say that there was, but it was just like most of the time it was just so chaotic and toxic. And What is going on outside? Someone's freaking racing out there. I'm I pissed. <laughs> I'm going to go tell them something. 
But it was just, it was just a lot to see somebody like your best friend going through that on and off, being used on and off, being led on nonstop. That it was like, I, re- I can't see any of the good stuff anymore. Because it was and, happening o- more often. And it wasn't like small things were happening. Oh, Anytime no. we would break up, it was like an explosion. It was always like the most extreme it could get. That's how extreme it got. Yeah. Like, I, yeah. I feel like we, I used to say a lot, like, how can you go back after that? Because it was... And I would always say, oh, no, this was the end. Like, I can go back. Yeah, you can... Yeah, there was a pattern that was happening. A roller coaster. Mm -hmm. But, um, yeah. It was wild. Continue your story. I don't even remember what what road I was on. Okay, so after the Bumble thing blew up, it was kind of like bringing up the topic of this open relationship. And Mm -hmm. I remember when you had that discussion with him, you had called me. I I was crying, Yeah, you were like... You were really, you were really like, okay, I can do an open relationship. It did take me a few days. Yeah. Because I was like, no, like right off the bat, I was like, that's not what I wanted. That's not what I signed up for. Like, I want you. Yeah. Right. And then the next day I remember, like I cried all night. Mm -hmm. The next day, I think I, I ended it with him. If I remember correctly, I ended it and that only lasted a day. Yeah. And then I, I reached back out and I said, you're who I want, yeah. and if this is the only way I can have you, this mm-hmm. is how I'll have you. And that was my mindset for the next year. Yeah, it was like that. Because every time Kennedy would tell me something, I'd be like, this is the only way I can have him. Yeah, because you're like, I'll have him like this. I'd rather have him like in the worst way than not at all. Yeah. And I remember when you told me that like you were thinking like I could do an open relationship, I was like, what the fuck? Like This bitch, ever since I've known her, She's never expressed something like that, and she's n- always said, like, she wanted the fairy tale, she wanted this, she wants a family, she wants to get married, and with this person, it just went out the wall, like, the door. So it was like, whoa, a complete change within, like, a few days. Honestly, it was, like, a few days that I was like, whoa, okay. Mm-hmm. And I was like, look, after all this, I can see you opening up that, opening that up in your relationship, but with somebody that you have, like a good foundation with there's like actual mutual love between two people mutual love and respect between two people I can so see you doing that because you're very like expressive out there sexual person and I know the person that you're gonna find is gonna respect that also like go with it probably match it hopefully match it so that's what I was just like it, I, I just kept seeing a lot of compromising and a lot of like you getting rid of your own morals your own like respect to match up with what he wanted you to be. I did throw out everything I had ever thought yeah. I wanted. But I just told myself, like, I really, I feel like I was being brainwashed because what it was mostly good. I will say we didn't argue almost never. If we argued, it was while we were breaking up. Yeah. Which also, I'm not saying was sunshine and rainbows. Because we were breaking up a lot. Mm-hmm. But there were no bickering like moments. There was no, like, I'm angry at you. When we were together, it was very beautiful. Mm-hmm. And I had never experienced that. This relationship, he was very, or I thought, he was very empathetic. Very much like, tell me how you're feeling. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to be inside your head. What can I do? He would always ask me, what can I do better? Or, like, what do you want that I can provide you so that you can feel, like, secure in this relationship? So I, I really was like, wow, like this is like a real man. Mm-hmm. And I hadn't had that kind of like talks with like any other guy. So I was like, he really does care. And like I would open up about like stuff that would happen to me and he would cry. Mm-hmm. So I was like, he really cares about me. Like he's crying for me. And just the same, I would cry for him when he would open up because mm-hmm. like the shit he went through was, was not like small either. It was like big situations. So, I don't know, I just really believed that, like, wow, like, and I remember I was like, had I not just gotten broken up with, I would have never met my person. I used to always say that. Mm -hmm. And the way I am as a lover is, like, I will fight till the end. Mm -hmm. Like, it takes me a long-ass time to actually be like, this is not good. And it wasn't until... For sure, for sure, when I was in Italy. Mm-hmm. I I remember, like, you can read through my journal while I was in Italy, and I was very much like, he's not my person, mm-hmm. but I'm not ready to let him go. Yeah. 
And I remember, like, I would see videos on TikTok or on YouTube. You know, like, they just pop up depending on, like, your mood. I feel like they just know what you're going through. For real, it's scary. Yeah, and I would get a lot that was talking about, like, you can't let someone go until you know it's the right time. And, like, you'll wake up one day Mm -hmm. and you'll say enough. And I hadn't woken up and said enough. So I was just like, it's not time to let go of him. Like, I still have things to learn. Yeah. And so I just wouldn't. But we would, after I came back from Italy, we were breaking up a lot. I remember um, I started talking to this guy online, and he was beautiful, still, he's still beautiful. Yeah. Um, But he showed me, like, wow, like, this was, like, a long-distance situation, and he was there for me way more Mm -hmm. than this guy was. And this guy only lived 30 minutes away. Yeah. And this other guy, completely different time zones, would stay up to talk to me yeah. about my day. Or, like, I would stay up it and was talk so to him. Mu- yeah, and it, it was it happened so much more when you were in Italy, too, right? Yeah. Well, yeah, the time difference was closer yeah. in Italy. Or I think it's the exact yeah. same time. Um, but I remember I came home and I was like, this guy, this new guy, is showing me how I should be treated. And he's giving me butterflies. So, clearly... Yeah. If I'm falling for another person, then maybe this guy isn't it, right? Mm-hmm. And I remember I broke up with him. I went to La Gloria with you and Brie. And <gasps> oh do you my god, I yes, thank you for bringing that up. There was yeah, you did break up with him, and we were you, me, and Brie were eating, and it was just like the first time in like the year that you were actually like happy and glowing and like you were you again because I guess you felt good with your decision at the time. Yeah, I just, remember it, honestly, I remember being like I feel free. You honestly looked so free and so like like this huge cloud just like left and it was like all sunshine. It was honest like you can honestly see it and I was like, "Oh my god, wow, finally because you had done it. Like you had broken up with mm-hmm. him. Like it was your decision to do that." Yeah. So I was like there must have been something that was like just felt right to do that and you looked it. But yeah. it didn't last long. I think it lasted 12 hours. Yeah, you dummy. Well, he called me and he was like sobbing. And he scared me, made me feel yeah. bad. And so I yeah. he, I remember he was like, can we see each other? And I said yes. And then obviously we had sex. He, and he yeah. just knew how to He knew all the right things to do and to say. To not lose me. To not lose you. Because you... I don't know. Like, I do think in his own way, he did love all of y'all in his own way separately. He did. I'm not saying he didn't love any one of y'all, but it was just not a right... It just didn't go... His way of loving isn't real love because he only loves people who are offering him something at the time. It's once, a very selfish love. Once you stop providing him with something he needs, the love is gone. Yeah. And he... For real, it's very scary to see how some guys, like, when they like you, they're a certain way. But when they don't like you, mm. it's like you could murder somebody. Yeah. Like, and that's how it was with him. Yeah. Um, and so we got back together. I don't remember for how long, but it got to the point where at the beginning of every month, clockwork. Yes. Beginning of every month, it was a breakup. Oh, my God. And the yeah. breakup would only last a day. The longest was, like, maybe a week. Mm-hmm. And the longest time it was when I went to visit Marissa and I was working a wedding. And I remember I was working the wedding with my friend and I was so emotional. Like seeing the wedding, I was like, I don't deserve feeling like this. Like I want that. Mm-hmm. And I remember I was so sad. I kept thinking about him. And then he came back that night and I talked on the phone with him like yelling mm-hmm. for like four or five hours that night. And then we decided this time it would be real. Yeah. Right? And it w- he would always promise me so much in the beginning. Like, this time it's going to be different. Mm-hmm. Like, um, especially with the open relationship, he started telling me, like, I'm nearing the end of my bachelor life. Like, I, I do think that I'll, I'm going to be with one person soon. And I remember being so excited and like, wow, all this that I've gone through, it's finally going to pay off because he's going to pick me. That's, like, really what I believed is, like, wow, I'm going to get picked fucking finally. Like, I deserve getting picked because I've put up with so much. Mm -hmm. And 
he had, I had asked him, this was like the last two weeks of the relationship when he told me that we were in the shower and he was telling me that. And I said, how many other girls are there by the way? And I remember he said, there's three. I think, yeah. or was I the third? But also, you were under the impression that these girls didn't really mean as much as yeah, y'all so meant I was to getting each other. To that. Okay. So when we became official, he's. I asked him, "How many other girlfriends do you have, though? Like, I don't want to be another girlfriend." And he's like, "It would just be you," and he would always tell me that with me it was different. That he could actually be himself. He didn't have to like put a facade up with me because I was open and I understood him and I actually knew him. Yeah. And that I was the only person he wanted to be with long term. That I'm, I was like wife material. Yeah, like you were the main. I was main the main one. girlfriend, and I was allowing him to have other girls, and like he was allowing me to have other guys. Yeah. But he would even say like these guys, they can't be my boyfriend. Like it was mm-hmm. just sex. Yeah. So that's what I thought. There could be no feelings attached to it. Yes. For you. And I asked him that day, how many girls are there actually? Because at that point, we were getting super open, too. So, like, I would actually ask him, like, what do they look like? What do they do? Like, I was trying to get to know them. Not for any, like, malicious reason, like, to spy. I just was curious who he was spending his time with. And he told me there was, like, two or three others. And he told me their ages. And then he was saying that he was getting ready to dump them. And I said, but don't you feel bad dumping them? And he was like, if they actually care about me or love me, then they would understand and they would take what they learned from me and put it into their next relationships. Like, I don't think there will be bad blood when I break up with them. Mm-hmm. And I remember saying, I feel very bad, though. Like, yeah. I feel like I'm I'm a part of breaking them up. Yeah. And I didn't want to be a part of breaking them up. Um, but obviously I wanted him to myself, but yes. And I was going to say something and I forgot. Like replaying this makes my head hurt. Yeah, but I feel like a lot of you guys were getting more open with like communicating like that, like how many people are involved in this, but also too, you were seeing a lot of messages yeah, so from I, other from different girls, sometimes it was the same number. So you were getting starting to see like, okay, this isn't just this, like these girls have feelings. Like these girls are attached mm-hmm. as much as you are. Yeah. So since we were in an open relationship, I and I knew that we already had a system. Mm-hmm. If I wasn't with him and his phone was on, do not disturb. He's busy. Don't call him because mm-hmm. he's not gonna fucking answer. And I didn't want to interfere with his time with other people so i already knew that and he knew if i was on do not disturb i was with someone but him on the other hand doesn't care and he would continue calling yeah so that was the only difference but i asked him like i said this is oh this is okay right like we can do this but if you start growing feelings for them or falling in love with them please tell me i don't want to be like thrown out of the loop with that and he would have the mindset of like it's normal for people to love multiple people. And I said, yes, but it's different. Like, if you're not being honest with them, then it's different. Yeah. Like, he was being honest with me, and he said everybody knew mm-hmm. how it was. Yeah. But, like, cause like Kennedy said, it got to the point where, like, these girls would call him not just once or twice throughout the day, yeah. like, a lot. And he would step out, no matter what we were doing, to answer the phone calls. So I was like, I, as his girlfriend, don't do that. So these girls are, like you said, attached. Like, why are they calling so much? They were buying him gifts. They were buying him a lot of gifts for every fucking season. Yes. They were buying him a lot of gifts. Um, Also, I got to the point, it was extremely toxic for me, and I was acting way out of norm. Like, I was, like, looking at his phone when he would get calls. Like, just looking, not, like, going through the phone, but just looking at the screen Mm -hmm. so I could see who's calling. So I would see names, right? But on his his car, it would pop up the phone number. And I remember one specific girl called him, like, four times in a row. So she clearly wanted to talk. And I took a photo of the phone number on his dashboard because I was like, one day I might need that. Uh, It took months for me to need it, but... I needed it one day, right? Yeah. Um, oh, and one time, um, 
I got to his house before he was there, and so I just walked up because I needed to pee. And I he left his second phone. I think he had three phones, maybe two. And he left one of oh them my there. God. Do you remember? And yes. I was like, do I look at it? And you were like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you remember? Sorry. <laughs> yeah. me, me contributing to the toxic. Well, it's because at this point, like, there were a lot of times where, like, all these mixed signals would keep me up at night, make True. me, like, literally sick. I would have anxiety attacks every week. I would go home crying for no reason. He wasn't doing anything, but just because I did not feel good in this relationship. And so I was like, I need to look at it. And he didn't have a password, so I looked at it. Dummy. I literally just looked at it real quick because he was on his way. Yes, I re- okay, yeah. I and I saw... And he was freaking out that you were there because he knew he had oh, secrets he, to hide. Oh, he rushed home that night when he knew that I had already gotten there because yeah. he told me I could go up. But I remember he was like, I'm 10 minutes away. Bitch got there in like three. Yeah. Like he was zooming. Um, so I looked at the phone and all I needed to see, it was right there. The girl's name... And it was like, I love you, babe. Love you so much. Blah, blah, blah. Like, they were in a relationship yeah. type text. It was more than just... It was more than sex. Up. And I remember he got there, and I had to suck it up and act like I didn't look through his phone. Because, like, I'm not that type of girl. Yeah. That was the first time I had ever looked through anybody's phone. Mm-hmm. And I was like, suck it up, Cassandra. But I wanted to cry. Like, my eyes were watering. I had to, like, look away from him so he wouldn't see. And, like, having sex with him that night felt so sad. Yeah. Like, it wasn't my person anymore because I was like, he just lied to me and he's been lying to me. And what did I do? I let it slide. Mm -hmm. I remember I went home and I was like, that's it. Never again. And then he did something cute or whatever and I ignored it. Mm -hmm. So I stayed with him for a few more months, but this person kept calling him. Uh, There was two people who kept calling him. And I did the same thing with the other one. I took a picture mm-hmm. no I lie so I took a picture of one and then of the the chat on his second phone I remember I took a picture to show you yeah the lovey text yeah. and on the android it tells you their number right under their name so that I had that saved too but I had totally forgotten that I had taken this video or photo and then I that's saw right. I saw that he got a new follower on tiktok and if you think that's crazy who doesn't like check tiktok followers or like social media followers yeah i'm not crazy yeah right is that normal or is that not normal? i think it's like once in a while you it's like you don't often, check what yeah, people like follow girls, yeah like girls you remember on instagram when it used to be like they liked so-and-so's photo i wish they still did that i know yeah i used to check that sometimes yeah but so it's just like, it's just like that it's natural it's i don't out of all the shit i did to him that yeah. was not the craziest i mean like when you like someone and you're talking to someone you want to go look at their instagram see who they're following see mm-hmm. who, what's up yeah so i did that this day and i saw this girl followed him mm-hmm. and she looked so familiar and i couldn't pinpoint where i've seen her face well then i remembered that he dropped his fanny pack yes he was wearing oh, a fanny this pack is so much yes wait <laughs> Wait, we gotta let that sink in for people. Yes, he did in fact have a fanny pack. <laughs> Dude, what did you think whenever you would see him and like see how he was dressed? It was very often I would see him in person. Very often? I mean, not often. Rare. Really rare. And what would you think of his his look? I was disgusted by him, but not just by what he looked like. Just by everything. But by what he looked like. I was like... Because I remember you were like... You were more mad that he treated me that way looking like that. Yes, he had no right. <laughs> he acted like he was a 10 when he was legit a 1. Not even a 1. Based <laughs> of legit, we can sit here for hours and tell you not, like, break it down. We're not just talking about looks here, people. But this man is below the grade level. <laughs> for sure, the, he was out of my league. I was out of his league. Yes, I mean. yes. Like no, for sure, compared to the guys, compared to the guys that I pull, he was at the very bottom. He but had he, no right. He made me fall in love because of his heart. I thought he was such a good person. Because if you if you remember the old episodes, I literally would say, "I'm only fucking him because I need someone to get over my ex." And this guy's ugly. I will not catch feelings for him. Like he's not my type. She lied to all of us and herself. <laughs> yes. One time, uh, we went to a coffee shop, and we met up with Kennedy, and this bitch had a fucking panic attack just by seeing him. Yes, because I felt his ugliness. Mm -hmm. I'm not talking, guys, I'm not talking about the way he looked. 
ugliness as a person. Yeah, you saw his heart, but still, could you honestly say he gave you his whole heart to the realness of what it was? Uh, sometimes I tell myself that I'm the only person in this trio that was going on that actually saw the real him. I think he shows all of y'all the parts that y'all need to see. But none of this, the parts that I was given, I got the shit out of the sticks. So that's why you I feel were, like I actually but saw But the him. way that y'all's relationship started out, too, was like strictly just sex. But then feeling he started getting these feelings involved in it. And since you were down with this open relationship, that's how he treated you with it. If you said from the start, I'm not down with that, like, that's not me, I can't do that, he would have kept this from you from the but longest I remember time, just like he did with them. The, the first girl, I don't want to say their names, well, she had no idea. Oh, yeah, yeah, the really nice one. Yes, she had no idea. That could have been you. Imagine that was you. I would be a thousand times more broken. Imagine. Yeah. The other girl had other baggage involved with this. Imagine that being you. She gave him a lot of money. Imagine that being you. He, the only reason you saw the, what all the raw realness was because he was, you were the only one that knew about the other people. Yeah. The way that you knew about them. They had no idea about you. Mm -hmm. They had a feeling about you. What Kennedy's talking about. Oh. I'll just jumpstart to that. My bad. Um, I remember seeing this girl's picture because he had dropped his fanny pack in my room and a Polaroid picture came out. And I thought only one fell out and I gave it back to him. But then like a few days later, I, I was cleaning my room and I saw a, apparently another Polaroid had fallen and slipped under my bed and it was a picture of him and a girl. Mm-hmm. And I didn't confront him about it, but I was just like, wow, he keeps a photo of this girl in her Oh, in yeah. Purse. Miss Bolsa. That's a, that, that, too. There's other more stuff to that. So that's when I was like, wow. I remember I was watching Made in Manhattan, and he ruined that movie for me. Because I was so, crying, and I was like, what if all along I'm the second girl? I'm the other girl, and this girl's the girlfriend. Like, I need to know. I couldn't, like, not know. And so I wrestled with the thought of messaging her mm -hmm. for two days. And I called him like the next day and I told him I just fabricated the story that this girl had reached out to me telling me that she's his girlfriend. Mm -hmm. And I wanted to know, like, tell me right now because this girl already contacted me. Like, you can tell me the truth now. Tell me, like, do you have another girlfriend? And he yeah. was like, block the number. Don't believe anything you hear. Like, you're my only girlfriend. Mm -hmm. Blah, 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 blah. I gave him the opportunity to tell me the truth, and he didn't. So I reached out to her, and I reached out to the number I had before. Because at that point, I was like, he's such a good liar, I would have believed him. Yeah. So I needed to know the truth. Mm -hmm. I wasn't trying to break them up. I just wanted to know, like, are you also in an open relationship? Like, is this a, a thing between all of us? Yeah. Or what? I then find out... That they're not in an open relationship. They're in a committed relationship. He wants to move in with all of them. He had talked about moving in with me. We were going to buy... Oh, yes. We were going to buy a fucking uh, condo, like, townhouse together. He had all these things lined up. In any road he le he wanted to take, he had a set future with all of us. Yes. And if He that, was buying them things, paying for their he, shit. He was, and he was not doing that with taking me. Taking them on date, like, actual dates. Yeah. Which he was very generous if we would go on dates, like he would pay for whatever. But like, I really do think talking to those two and then seeing my shit, I got the shit out of the stick. Oh, for sure. We, he did not treat me with that much respect. He would like literally call me a fucking cunt. Like, mm -hmm. he never raised his voice with them. He did everything they wanted. He, he was, would make you go to him most of the time when he would come here for them. For them. Like all so the he time. doesn't live in my city, but the girls live in my city. Yeah. He would be here so many times. And I knew it was odd because he would tell me that I would have to go over and I would drive and he'd be next to me on the highway. So I'd be like, so you're heading from San Antonio. Yeah. Why didn't you just come to my house? Exactly. The person I knew hated animals, hated children. Oh, that's like, and one of them has children, and he was, like, fake liking them because he would literally tell me, 
I will never date a bitch with, with kids. Like, Whoa. fuck that. He had severe issues that he would get jealous of my dogs. Right? Yes. yes. He literally was like, when he, we get married, you have to get rid of them because I need the power. Like, yeah. I don't... He doesn't like Stella the Corgi. Because he's like, this bitch wants too much power. And I'm like, she's a dog. He wanted to take her to a barn. Or, like, have a have her just stay outside forever. Yeah. And if anybody knows fucking Stella, that's not her life. No, no, no. She's an inside dog. But, like, I, I was so sad that day because I was like, I really got the worst versions of this guy. And they got the good stuff. Yeah. They and only saw goodness. And when I first found out, I was envious of them because I was like, why wasn't I lied to? Yeah. Right? But now coming out of it, I'm like, I'm glad that I knew about it for the whole time because to them... Oi! One moment. (laughs) Okay. Sorry, we had an accident. So what I was saying is now I'm glad that I knew because it made the breakup a little bit more bearable. To these girls, it came out of nowhere, this information that they were getting cheated on. Yeah. Like, I already knew I was being cheated on. I just didn't know the extreme and the the break of the breaking of the trust was that big. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, at this point, I knew he didn't respect me, but it was just sad to actually hear it. And, like, every fear I ever had about him came true that night. And I talked to him about it, and I, I remember telling him, pick me, or choose already, and, like, if you pick me, like, I'll stay, and I'll let this slide, yeah. and he could not pick. Mm-mm. He refused. He refused to pick. He was also very adamant on, like, I need to find out who messaged who. Yeah. Like, like there was, like, the point. but to him, it was a big distrust that somebody was able to get their information yeah. And do that. Which, yes, I did look at his phone, but I didn't look through the phone, mm-hmm. right? Like, I just got on the phone, clicked one name. It was right name. there, open. Dude, and I said that. I was like, what was I supposed to do when this info, like, fell in my lap? And he literally was like, you're a lying little bitch. Oh my like, God. he went off on, on me, and I was just like, okay. And you're like, okay, sir. Yeah, so, sir. I don't know. I just, this whole relationship was a fucking trip. It was very, like... I feel like it has sent it it needs to send me to a fucking psych ward because No, yeah. You you even told me once that there was like I looked down bad. Like yeah. last March, remember, before I decided to go to Italy, like I I was so broken by this whole situation that like if I had the guts, I would have offed myself. Mm-hmm. Like that's how sad I, I was every day waking up, I was sad to be living. And, like, love shouldn't make you feel like that. No. It shouldn't be life or death. I either have him or not. Or, like, I die. Yeah. It should not be like that. And it just took me a long-ass time to realize it. And it's not like... I'm not going to sit here and say, like, oh, I'm over it. Fuck him. Because yeah. it's been a wild roller coaster these past months being broken up with him. Mm-hmm. I've been in denial. I've been mad. I've been sad. I've been desperate. I have reached out. Mm-hmm. Like, like I have gone through so many different stages where, like, there's a day where I'm like, congratulations, Cassandra, you didn't think about him today. You didn't cry. Yeah. I actually haven't cried this whole time. I only cry if something is sad on the TV, but, but like, you know what I mean? Yeah. I would congratulate myself, like, wow, you've gone a three yeah, days. like, it's not gonna be easy. And it's not yeah, gonna but be I didn't think it was quick. gonna be this hard. Yeah, I mean... This was, was it like two years? Yeah. It was, this was two years of being consumed in this. You had like Stockholm Syndrome, basically. Yeah. Because you were consumed in this and you are, I mean, we talked about that at dinner. Like you have this obsessive personality that you had to win or you had to prove. And yeah. Yeah. It was a lot. Imagine. And it got to the point also where I could see that this wasn't just... Let's see if it just stays like that. Yeah. I could see that it wasn't just affecting me. It was affecting my friends. Oh, frick yes. I, I couldn't talk about him to you guys. Because, like, no matter what, you had an idea about him, right? Yeah. I mean, even without <clears throat> saying exactly everything... And, like, you wouldn't... You would say 
things, right? But when, um, what am I saying here? It's just so hard to see somebody go through that. And it's not like you were honestly choosing to go through that. Like, because you knew what was right and what was wrong, but you still were refusing to, like... And he showed... To just, just let it be what it is. And he showed me so many times that he was not the person I thought he was, that he was actually really ugly inside. Yeah. He mis mistreated my friends, mm -hmm. mistreated me multiple times, like, disrespected all of us, disrespected me. It was bad. Like, bad, bad. He was doing things in this relationship that my therapist pointed out later that was, like, I thought it was normal. I thought it was just him. Mm -hmm. And she actually opened my eyes and was like, that is not okay for any partner to do to you. Yeah. Like, one, for instance, he really got off on having sex with me while I was unconscious. Mm -hmm. And it wasn't until I told my therapist that my therapist was like, that's like a form of domestic rape. Like, it's somebody that you trust, so you don't see it as yeah. that. But it, it wasn't consensual. Yeah. There were times where I was asleep and I was so tired and he would, I would wake up and he'd be inside me. And I would try to move away or tell him no, and he wouldn't let me. Mm -hmm. And so I would just, like, lay there, and I'd be like, just let him. He'll come soon, and then we'll just go to sleep. And wow. it isn't until now that I'm like, that's not okay. Yeah, it's actually really sad. Yes. At the time, I thought yeah. it was hot, because I was like, wow, this guy cannot get enough of me. <laughs> but then I would tell him something the next day, and he'd be like, yeah, you were out of it. And I, I would be like, well, why are you doing that? And he was like, it's so hot. That you, yeah. that I can have you whenever I want. It would turn him on that, like, no matter what, I would not say no. Or he also would love that, like, I'm continuously wet and ready is what he would say. But, like, nah, bitch, that's my, that's my shit from being asleep. I don't know. Nah, bitch. <laughs> I feel like I get wet when I sleep. Do you? Like, just naturally. We're not talking about me right now. Oh, okay. We are talking about you, man. I think that's a yes for everybody listening. <laughs> <laughs> um, what else? Oh, we would have a lot of hate sex. A lot. That the time I thought was so hot. But he... I mean, he would, he would be very rough with me where I would see Kennedy later that day or my friends and they'd be like bro what the fuck oh my god I know like bad were there bruises and hickeys like, there were a mixture of hickeys and bruises and so bites so bad huge like it doesn't it looked like someone threw you down and like freaking attacked you yeah like nothing was happening like nothing was on your face so mm -hmm. it didn't look alarming but it was on your body like in areas that I was like why is that there yeah or, like what the Frick, I'm like, I don't, I personally don't know yeah. why that is like that. The only time he ever hit my face was, it was during makeup sex, and I remember he was choking me, but he looked mad. This was the first time that I was a little scared, because like, you can just see in his eyes, he, he had zoned out. Yikes. And when he was having sex, he was very, like, animalistic, like, it wasn't him, unless it was like we were making love, right? But yeah. at this point, it was like, fucking... And he slaps the shit out of me. And my jaw legit dislocated for, like, a good day, two days. Like, I could not move it without it cracking. It hurt so much. Yikes. Yeah, so, like, it did... The relationship did go downhill. And, like, when I say downhill, it was, like, as you like to call it, I was in the trenches. She was down bad. Like, down bad living in the trenches. Going through it. Yeah. There was a, a moment where he pissed me off and I dumped water on his laptop. And he stalks Kennedy and I at a cafe. Oh my god, I was we were, scared for my life. We were life. scared for our lives. Like, I, I have I've, never encountered a, a, a Lifetime movie moment yeah. like this. I was so pissed because it was like, I've never wanted to put myself in a situation where I was scared of a man like that. And I allowed this stupid, sad-ass man to make me feel so scared. Like, he didn't even mean anything to me, and I allowed that to happen to myself, that I was so freaking pissed. I was like, godly. I was so scared and sad and pissed. I was too. I was like, and then it was like a whole scene, a fiasco, and this is a small, we were in a small town, like all white people in the cafe. <laughs> it was early in the morning. Um, 
it was. Yeah. I did not need that early in the morning. And we look like crackheads because I slipped out of bed yeah. to go. But, yeah, honestly, it was so... This whole fiasco of... A relationship? Of, oh, yeah, of a relationship <laughs> was so, like... God. <laughs> like, it was so hard to see you do that that I was, like... I was, like, if it continued, I um, I told you, I was, like, I don't think I can, like, be involved in literally anything. Because this is, like... She was gonna break toll. up with me, guys. This is... Guys, it was two years of this on and off. You're seeing her... I'm seeing her, like, being mistreated. And then you just, like, allowing it to happen again and again and again. And from being an outsider, I didn't understand, like, why. I only saw all the bad stuff. So it's, like... I can't just, like, let her sit there and, like, take it, you know? And I've known you for a long time before this that I'm, like, she was never like this, like, with people. You are so outspoken. You'll tell people how it is. Like, you don't like confrontation, but you can hold your own. You know what I mean? Like, you're not timid and scared. I became what he wanted me, a docile yes, woman. you're not that. So to see you completely change into this sad, like... It was sad. It was darkness. It wasn't you. Like, it was. It wasn't you, at all through that time. It was just like I don't know what to like. I, there's nothing I can actually do. Yeah. And like, yeah, I was like, I will support you in whatever decision you make. But after all this time of going on and off and so much bad stuff, so much toxic, I was like, I just don't know how I can separate it. Like, I can't. And I'm the type of person when I see you for who you are. And you're that this person on and on and on. I can't unsee that. You are that. You've shown who you really are, and yeah. you've chosen to be that person. And all that is true. And while I was a docile person, I also feel like I became the worst person. Mm. I was not a good friend. Mm. I would like drop you guys to go. Like I was at his beck and call. No matter what I was doing, my family would come to visit. I would fucking hate when my family would visit because it kept me from him. or And also, he was very upset that something was keeping him from me. Yeah. And he was very possessive. And I was never that kind of person. Like, obviously, I like my freedom. So when my mom and dad come, I'm like, damn, I can't smoke or I can't see people or I can't drink or whatever. I'm like that normally. But, like... I would, like, start fights with my family to make them leave. Yeah. And, like, with you guys, I I was lying to you. Mm-hmm. I would tell them, like, no, I'm not seeing him. I would turn off my location. I was with him. Mm-hmm. I would leave them. Like, there were certain days where I knew I should be with you guys, and I, I would choose him. Right? Mm-hmm. I also just was not taking care of myself. He... He needed me for multiple things, and I was there for him, and I neglected my business. I neglected my school a lot. I neglected my job when I had one. I was just not myself. I, like, completely lost track of who I was and what I liked to do, what made me happy during the day. I didn't care what made me happy during the day because what made me happy was being with him. And, like, I had never experienced that. And, like, yeah, I say that I have this anxious attachment style and this obsessive thing. And maybe it's just because my last boyfriend wasn't this kind of possessive that I never saw that side of me. Maybe this is the kind of person I am. I don't know. This was the first time I had seen it. But it led me to being, like, very angry. Like, I stopped praying. I stopped going to, like, well, I hadn't been to church in a while. But, like, the need for church, I was like, fuck that. You'd always journal. I would journal would, like, a lot. I stopped. a lot. Writing, like I remember in Italy, you wanted you you want to write a book. I did start writing you a book, and then I came back and I forgot about everything that just, I wanted. Yeah, everything you wanted to do just took a backseat to everything that he you wanted. wanted. Yeah. Yikes. And like he was very much like I don't understand why you're so close to your family. Like they don't love you like I love you. And he would tell me, your friends don't get you the way I get you. Like why are you talking to them? Why are you? talking to me about them they don't matter and it's not that I started believing him on that never but it was just like okay like maybe it is true like I I can't listen to what my friends are telling me because I made the mistake of being honest with them from the start so they saw the bad stuff they they didn't see the good so I was like maybe he's right like I do have to keep it private and 
Because if he's going to be my partner, I'm going to live with him for my whole life. Mm-hmm. It needs to, he needs to be my priority. And, like, that's how my mind was. Yeah. I was, like, fucking for real brainwashed. Like, for real. Um, and so now stepping out of it, it's like I'm having to find myself and, like, find out who I was bec- or who I am. And I think uh, I'm lost. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Should we end this and just make it, a, like, a separate part? Because it's already 50 minutes. Yeah. So this episode is just about my story. And yeah. and just like where I'm at right now. Yeah. But And maybe not the next next episode. But like in the next couple of episodes. Like I'll put part two. So you can like come back and see. Like I want to talk about the journey I've been taking. To yeah. like better myself. And like how I'm trying to recuperate. Like mm-hmm. I've been in like a little bubble. And I want to talk about that because I know I'm not the only person who's encountered a toxic relationship. Or even if it wasn't toxic, any breakup fucking hurts. Mm -hmm. Whether it's a mutual thing or not, it's sad. And a lot of people say that it's sad, but nobody gives you the steps because there is no steps, right? But I think just nobody ever got me prepared for how heartbroken I would feel. Yeah. Yeah, and I also have something to say about that. Um in the second part because I was listening to a TED talk about grief and then about breakups. Um, but yeah, so that kind Are you of... going to remember it? Yeah, I'll remember it. Okay. Because that shit stuck with me too because it's true. Yeah. But yeah. All right, guys. Thank you uh, for thank listening. Thank you for being comfortable to share that with us, Cassandy. <laughs> <laughs> of course. She's been holding on to that for a while, guys. I have not. And I've wanted to share, but I've also not wanted to share because I sound stupid. No, but you need to talk about it so it's just... it's consu- It consumes you a lot that you just need to sometimes just fucking speak it out. I will say one last thing to emphasize how it's consumed me. Oh, God, yeah. I had to literally take a break from school when we broke up. I had to tell my, my professor that my boyfriend died Dang. because I was so shattered my life could not continue. Like, not yeah. that I wanted to die, but it's just like I couldn't function. Yeah. Because by the time that this breakup happened, the whole I want to die if I can't have him had left the building. Like, I was just <laughs> exhausted and I couldn't function. Everything in the world reminded me of him and I could not do any work. Yeah. And so I had to stop. And that's kind of like my first wake-up call that I was like, he's going to keep you from getting your degree as he only has five credit hours. Five. He did one class oh for his bachelor's God. and did. Bye-bye. We will get into all that yeah. in the future episode. Thank you guys for listening. Thank you so much. See ya. Go to our Instagram. Okay. Are you gonna well, say, I don't know. Are you going to say what it is? Oh, yeah. What is it? Stupid, Stupid Feelings, Feelings Podcast. Podcast. Yeah. Go show Cassandy some love. Ew. Aww. This is a, a sharing circle, okay? Yeah. All right. Bye. Bye. <laughs>